You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 109, recorded April 11th, 2021. The topic for this episode is Luna's Lost, part one. I am your host for this episode, and I am Orchid. And I am Elemist. Woo! Right. Usually I say my name is Orchid. I just, I am Orchid. <laughs> it's that kind of morning. It's been a real week. Anyway, um, here's some info for you. We encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can just straight up at me at hey, it's orchid. Uh, you can tweet at alamist at I underscore M underscore alamist. Nailed it. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast at your podcatcher of choice. You can also um, go hang out with us in Discord. Uh, there is a link to the invite that is in the description of this episode. You can also find our info at thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. Uh, you can also find us on the r slash thelorenetwork uh, subreddit on Reddit. Did I do good? I think I did good on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just undoing the... You're, you're undoing all the work. I know. I'm like watching you edit the show notes as I'm like trying to read them. <laughs> it's been a. I tried starting before I, you got there, but it I, I know. did not work quick enough. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I I read real fast. It's fine. I I had my Moderna vaccine this week and found out that I'm like deathly allergic to it and like spent Thursday like in the hospital so it's been a oof it's been yeah big oof it's been a real week for me so yeah i'm still recovering and it's sunday so this has been a a real thing for me yay let's let's do a twoggle that'll heal me because iron banner weapons are going to be new and shiny that's what the twab promised me on Thursday. The twab tried to heal me. <laughs> so he's had me mention Iron Banner. It heals me. <laughs> so to be clear, uh, there are four weapons. Two of them are reprised from. Actually, I believe they Year came one. out in Warm Mind. They did. Yeah. Um. They are a sniper rifle and a hand cannon. Um, they have completely slipped my mind as to what they're called, but I could look it up really quickly. Yeah. I think I have them both just like in my inventory at the moment because I liked them. I have them in I my collections. That's about as far as it goes. <laughs> like I still hold, okay, the best Iron Banner weapon to ever come out, I'm still holding true is Allied Demand, the year one Iron Banner sidearm, like is still the best Iron Banner weapon, don't even at me. 
It's so good. I know. Highly controversial opinion. Such a good sidearm. Sidearms are really good. I'm trying to remember the last Iron Banner weapon that I felt that way about. I know. Like... (sighs) Yeah, it's it's I really like the new pulse rifle from this year. I've been using it a lot. I don't like it enough to know the name of it, but I like it. <laughs> I liked it enough to um what is it? Uh Time War Inspire. I like it. I dig it. I like it enough to have masterworked it. But I've been masterworking everything lately because I'm just like flush with, you know, masterwork yeah. shit. So. Yeah. Since we talked about Bungie's generosity a couple weeks ago. Which we're not complaining about. Bungie. <laughs> You're not complaining about. I, I'm complaining about how we have to pick up that stuff, but I'm not complaining about getting the stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because they could reverse that. <laughs> and we'd be yeah. complaining that they're not giving us stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's, um, yeah, I, I like that weapon. You know, I like the hand cannon. It's okay. Like, the multi-match CCX submachine gun is okay. Like, Steady hand is okay. Forward path is okay. Finite impactor is the hand cannon. Oh, okay. Is that the year one hand cannon? Yeah. Uh, it's an arc weapon. It's a 140. Hmm. 140s are going to make a comeback. So that, that I might be hunting that one. Um, What's the sniper rifle called? I'm currently looking that up nice occluded finality (gasps) i liked that sniper rifle it's a 72 rpm yes wow back in the day it had field prep Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think i still have that like in my inventory because I don't delete anything because I'm a hoarder, apparently. The worst case scenario, <laughs> you could just pull it from collections. You'd have a brand new yeah. copy. <laughs> but I think I still have it like sitting in my inventory. <laughs> the only thing you'd be missing no is your kill count. Oh, God, my kill count. Uh, but then yeah, they are no. bringing two new weapons in. They are, yeah. No, they look good. Um, it'll be, it'll be good to have some new weapons, uh, in Iron Banner, just like having the same weapons all the time gets really stale and the same armor gets really stale and it, like, this was really kind of the first season. Well, I guess until this season was really kind of the first season where I didn't want to play anymore. And even this season, I've been really dragging my feet playing Iron Banner. So... Um, it'll be good. Well, and and it, to add on to what you said, you know, it, chasing the same guns over and over again, and chasing the same armor over and over again, and playing the same game type, the game mode. 
yeah. over and over again. It it just all feels really stale. Um, like I know I haven't done a whole lot of Iron Banner. Like this this past Iron Banner that actually you know happened a couple weeks ago, I just finished my Titan. He was my last character. And I yeah. have no want to go into Iron Banner this next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at least they're promising us new armor coming in the next few seasons. So Elmas and I were saying it's probably going to be in Witch Queen mm-hmm. uh, in January, which, you know, kind of makes sense. I'm fine with it. I can wait. I can heck, wait, heck says if, the fashion person. I can wait. Heck, if they go to a, a yearly model for Iron Banner Refresh, I think that would be all right. Yeah, I'm fine with it because we'll have uh, Transmog by then so we can pull out all the armor that we've earned. So I'm okay with it because I have all the other armor. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the two new weapons that are coming are a machine gun and a mm-hmm. shotgun. Yep. Which you're like, I don't use those. <laughs> I like their aesthetics. Their aesthetics are cool. I like the little, it has, it looks like it has um, like thin leather, like kind of wrapped around the stocks. I like the etchings that they're, they have on the actual like muzzle. They're really pretty. On the, Yeah. Like they look cool, it's just they they do look really cool. I'm waiting for them to bring out a, a hand cannon or a pulse rifle with that aesthetic. They probably will, maybe, possibly. I'm glad they're bringing out another machine gun, honestly, because like it looks like it's going to be more of a kind of like a Zeno, like a slower, heavier machine gun. Yeah. That rather than like a faster um like a faster machine gun. I could definitely see that. Yeah. It looks like more of a Xeno machine gun. Even though I really would kind of like a delirium type machine gun though. I need that like delirium, that fast machine gun. That ad clearing machine gun. And see, I was never really a fan of delirium. I use Delirium and Pit all the time. I still use Delirium and Pit. And, and, and it's like, it's and like so good. And like, that's where, where you and I have opposing views. Like, you loved Delirium for that. And I'm sitting here going, um, loaded question. I used it specifically at Totems. Right. Because I'm the one that had the well... And so I could drop the well and use Delirium and clear all the ads. Right. Because it had overflow. <clears throat> well, and, and killing and Tally. So then you would be able to you would be able to get more heavy for it. Well, and, and what I'm specifically referring to is the fact that yeah. the question had chain reaction on it. Yeah, see, so I, like I, I when would the thralls start coming at you, yeah, kill one of them and all of a sudden 10 of them it just explode. Um yeah, see. I I'd use a sniper rifle to kill other things, so 
I wouldn't have that. He said use a sniper rifle. So it didn't work for me. Different loadouts. Yeah. But yeah. That's what makes the game go around. Anyway. What other things do we have? Oh, the thing that pained me the most. This entire twab. My heart. Oh. Uh, say goodbye. Goodbye, quick draw. Goodbye, quick draw. Bye, quick draw. Yeah, everyone's like, bye. Don't hit the don't hit the door on your way out. Quick draw on Fell Winters. <laughs> um, so quick draw is being replaced in Fell Winters. No one's really sad to see it go. But it's also being taken off of uh, Astral Horizon, which I disagree with. And I'm actually kind of mad about because they're like, oh, we're just going to take it off retroactively off of all Astral Horizons. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I think part Excuse of that. You? So I, I think part of that is them trying to unify trials drops over the past year. They because they removed quick draw from the astral loot pool. Couple they removed ago. it from they removed it from this season, and thought it was before had this it season, on. They they had it on previous seasons. They didn't have it on this season, right? Um. So at and... this point, I I feel like this is them trying to be like, oh hey, we we removed it. For all the new players who were getting it. So we're just going to go back through and remove it for all you old players. Um, Yeah, that's bullshit. Because I um, had a god roll. Uh, a quick draw opening shot. That I grinded trials for. Do I need to repeat that that sentence for you? I grinded trials for a a quick draw opening shot. (laughs) Astral Horizon shotgun. I grinded trials. Masochism. I grinded trials. So um, I grinded trials for a weapon. uh, And I have it. And now I don't. Wow. So you grinded trials? I did. <laughs> and I don't have it anymore. Um, so thanks. Thanks, Bungie. That's cool. I'm really mad about that, actually. Now, they are... Yes, they are removing Quick Draw, but they are also replacing it with Surplus. Who cares? It's not going to have as much of a handling buff as... You know, quick draw, but it does increase your handling, reload speed, and stability, which you wouldn't need on a shoddy. Nope. But yeah, so it it is going to increase handling, reload speed for your shoddy uh, based off of how many full, you know, fully charged abilities you have. <sighs> I don't know the specific numbers, but quick draw had a handling buff of like plus 100 yep 
and now they're shortening I mean, that to one second after you switch your to your weapon. Yep. I mean, and, that's okay because I can just use chaperone. So Yeah. Like, I don't need to crutch this. I don't need to crutch my Astral Horizon. It's a good weapon. I can just use chaperone and be really disgusting. Like I'm good with other shotguns. It's just that I worked really hard for that one and I punished myself in like the most demanding like you do raids that's your like pinnacle pvp or pve thing like i do trials and that's my pinnacle yeah activity and it's like if they like took away your anarchy i'd grumble or about it change it so you could it, right like i would grumble like about it they, but i would find yeah. a different yeah. thing that worked but that's like yeah but that's like the thing that you could use on every activity because you could use anarchy for like literally all DPS, you know? Yeah. So like I said, if I can understand why they're doing it, I'd, Oh, it's not fair. Man, people are complaining because it sucks. Man, it's like, shut the fuck up, babies. Like, right. Like, I, I don't necessarily so agree sorry. with how they're doing it. Yeah. In, in my opinion, they should leave Quick Draw on Fell Winters and Astral. Yeah. Throw that back into the, the actual, like, perk pool. Mm-hmm. But continue with the actual, like, Quick Draw nerf. Oh, yeah. Quick Draw should be nerfed, but leave it on the other weapons and tell people to just get good. And stop complaining. Because all this... That's how it should be. All this means is people are going to find what the next quick draw shoddy is, and they're going to move to that. Yep. That's what it's going to be. And do you know what people are going to start seeing again? Mindbenders. Retold Tale. Yep. Because Retold Tale is, is up to current power level standards. Yep, you can go get it right now. Go do Shattered Throne. Heck, go do anything on the Dreaming City. Yep. You're going to start seeing it again. So it's not like you can't go get those weapons doing other activities. So it's you're going to start seeing all that shit again elsewhere. It's just they're literally trading two shotties for one. Yep. They are shifting I mean, the fuck, meta like, in that way. Yeah. I mean, you just go use the Heritage as a good shotgun. Like, go do the raid. Oh, it is. Like, it is such a good weapon. Yeah. Heritage is really good. And it's got like dual loader on it. Oh, forget that. Recombination. Recombination is disgusting. <laughs> Just I mean, keep like, it if you really vacuum a bunch of green bricks, you've got eight shots. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, like, there are so many different ways to play. I mean, like, go through your vault and see, like, what CQC you have. Like, I bet you you have a quick draw CQC in there. Like, go back through your vault. 
because they don't have um they don't have stuff that is um god why is my brain not working right now they don't have sun setting anymore so all of your cqc like all of your seven serif weapons aren't going to be sunset so go back and see like what shotguns you have because the cqc weapons are good oh yeah yeah because i have like several that i've been hoarding in there that are really good for pvp i have a quick draw snapshot sites that i just found just now that i'm gonna use now it's on my warlock (laughs) cool beans no, I will I'm just say gonna use that, that and oh look, I'll use that and my ace of spades. Oh no, watch out, chuckle fucks. No, I will say <laughs> that the three astrals that I have are being untouched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause, see, like, because like I went for PVE rolls, right? So like I've got one with threat detector and one two punch. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got one with trench barrel and dual loader, you know, so it, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I have an opening but, shot lead from gold. That's a good PVE one. Yeah. Like, but I mean, it's this happens all the time. And I like I shouldn't be surprised at this point. It's just like just makes me. It makes me cranky. It, I just, that's uh, understandable. I mean, you grew just, close to how your weapon was and somebody's coming around means, and just fucking it up. I know. Just, just you know what? Stop, stop taking away the shit that I like, guys. Thanks. This has been my me whining about my shotguns but the the difference between that is that i can use any shotgun and people who crutch fell winters are just going to be really sad about it now suddenly oh no i'm not good anymore with my my fell winters oh no what am i gonna do oh no (laughs) unless you're me and you just sit on your abilities oh yeah oh i use my abilities all the time because then you are like going to have, like, full grenade, full class ability, full melee, full super, <laughs> and you're going to be like, I am a god. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway, let's see. What else did we have? Um, Elemis, you pointed this one out to me. Um, there was something about nightfall inactivity in the TWAB. Do you want to talk about or do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so apparently if you have died in a uh, Grandmaster Nightfall and you haven't moved your controller or anything, like you can actually get kicked for inactivity. What? Right. How? You You could be at the final boss no revives left and you'll just be kicked for I don't inactivity. understand. How? Doesn't it know you're in the activity? I think a lot of it boils down to 
input from the controller. Oh. So, like, what Bungie suggested was go through your menus every now and then. Make sure that you're actually, like, doing stuff. Moving that controller. What? That's broken. Yeah, right. I like, hope they fix that. That's like my solution <laughs> is to just dis- uh, I I don't know how easy or difficult it would be. But disable the inactivity kicking function for grandmasters. That can't be hard to do. Like I said, I I don't know how difficult it is to do or how easy because it is a system that is spread throughout the entire game right and they've tuned it differently for various activities right like crucible it's relatively short because the matches are short strikes it's you know five minutes Mm -hmm. but like if disabling it isn't a viable solution then set it to something that's extremely long. You know, set it for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Because like, Hmm. even during a Grandmaster that has gone horribly wrong, well, I I can't even say that because I've seen some Grandmasters go to like an hour and a half. Right. But like, if they set it to half an hour, People are going to be at their controller the entire time trying to, like, give callouts or, you know, deal with inventory or something. So I just, I know I don't have perfect solutions for it, but it's more of just, like, something needs to change. Something needs to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they fix it because that's infuriating, like... Grandmasters are hard enough as it is to have the extra added stress that you have to like actually figure out what you need to do to make sure you stay in the activity. Right. Like what? So I hope that's not a thing that you have to end up have to do, you know. Now, like I said, Bungie's official words on it are, you know, to mitigate this issue in future Grandmaster Nightfalls, players should open their character or director screens and go through their menus to avoid being removed from the activity. Mm-hmm. And they are investigating a solution. It's just, it's not going to be coming soon. Hate Orchid. What? There's something in the show notes about dismantle your shaders? Oh no. Not my shaders. Not my shaders. Those are my favorite things ever. What am I going to do? Sorry, I was trying to like cough my brains out for a second. It's all good. Um, All of a sudden I was like, oh, my lungs are trying to vacate my body. Um, Get back down, you fuckers. (laughs) Ugh. So the TWAB made a real good point. Um, Beginning season 14, launching May 11th, 
they're overhauling their shader system. So it sounds like they're going back to D1 shaders. And I'm like, hooray, uh, because I don't particularly enjoy having, you know, like a stack of 20 shaders right. or the way shaders are right now, which is like, it seems that like my postmaster is consistently like full of shaders that I have already. Oof. <sighs> what is that? Why is it? Why am I constantly? Why, why do I always have all these shaders? What is that? Because you're the shader lady. No, it's just like <laughs> it's just like so many shaders. Like why? Why so many shaders? No, I I do agree. Like. The amount of sh sh like shaders that this game throws at you is astronomical. There's just so many shaders. And a lot of them, it's just kind of like, well, I'm going to sit here for a couple seconds and just delete it. Yeah. There's just so many shaders. So, And that's why they're, they're making the change. Like, along yeah. with the, the transmog system... It's going to be a mix of how shaders were in D1 and how they are in D2. Yeah, which like, I think is good. Like, it's going to be a non-consumable item in the transmog menu. Mm -hmm. So it's... But you can apply it to each piece of armor. Right. So you can mix and match shaders just like in, in just... D2, but it's going to be mm -hmm. non-consumable like D1. Yeah. So you're just going to have like, you know, all the shaders, which is going to be nice. And you're not going to have to keep buying shaders, I hope. And I hope it's not going to cost glimmer every time because they kind of took that away. Thank goodness. This season or the other seasons about like having to pull shaders out because it used to cost so much money to pull shaders out, which was ridiculous. So I'm hoping that you're not going to have to do that. I hope so too. Which is because I don't want to have to, I don't want that. I don't want to have to go back to, you know, spending, you know, half my half my glimmer just to, you know, pick a color on my armor. I don't want that. I hope so, but too. But anyway, so, yeah. Anyway, the the point is that we have to dismantle them before May 11th to be able to get glimmer and legendary shards. Not all shaders give you legendary shards. I know the ones from, um, from Mercury give you legendary shards, and some other ones do, but not all of them do. So. I think some of the Eververse ones do, too. Yeah, some of the Eververse ones do. But I know even some of, like, the raid ones don't. So it's, like, really up in the air as, like, which ones give you yeah. legendary shards. So. Yeah. It just depends. Just just shard everything, you know. Shard it all. <laughs> shard shard it. Shard it. Anyway, that's pretty much everything, I think. Yeah. I haven't really played Destiny at all this week. 
I, I haven't, haven't either. It. I haven't even played PvP. Like it's I've been too sick to play Destiny. I played a little bit of Outriders and then I just got like I found that it enrages me more than like Tarkov does. So <laughs> I have played um I reinstalled Tarkov because it um it it is less infuriating than Outriders is for me. And um yeah, I've been playing Halo. Heck yeah. Yeah. So I played Halo Reach again. Reach and that was a lot so of fun. Good. It's so good. One of my friends wanted to like she doesn't play it's like Halo's too like military for her. Her dad was in the military and like she can't play military games, but wanted to know like the Halo story, so I offered to play it for her so she could watch it. So I, I played can all of Halo that. Reach because you know. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, you know, like bend me over a barrel, have to play Halo. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You really really make him a struggle here having to play Halo. Oh shucks. Oh, you're <laughs> twisting my arm. Oh, ow, stop. Oh, oh no, stop. Oh, it hurts. Having to play Halo. Oh, what am I gonna do? <laughs> oh ouch. <laughs> God. God, but Halo Reach is so good. So now we're playing uh, Halo Z. She's like, why are the graphics different? I'm like, because this game is like 20 years old. <laughs> it's going to be 20 years oh old this, this November. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2000, November 15th, 2001 is when it came out. Holy crap. Uh-huh. It's going to be 20 years old this year. Like I remember How getting old an. How do you feel? I remember getting an Xbox and seeing those those graphics and being like, "Oh, this is amazing!" Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is so good. Mom, it's my turn on the Xbox. Yep. No, it's my turn on the Xbox. Yeah. Holy I feel crap. really old. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, while it was I have always this... my brother's turn on the Xbox. While I have this existential crisis, should we go into a Lord Network ad? Yeah, I'm going to have this existential crisis, too. Because I feel really old right now. Oh. The Lord Network. Tune into the Spin Foil Theory Podcast for questions. Who is an or? Who is an or? What is an is or? What is that? For queries. Did the hive really just body shame the Vex into changing their frames? For special guests. All the guests. For spinfoil theories. Sabathoon. The Spinfoil Theory Podcast insert information here. So why didn't he didn't give the you didn't give the information we give you give the information? Oh! Uh Spinfoil Theory is available on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Uh you can also Get us at, at Twitter at Spinful Theory and or uh, uh, Spinful Theory at gmail.com. Did that cleanse you? Mostly. Mostly. I feel rejuvenated. Moisturize me. Think. <laughs> Moisturize me. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
Oh, man. Oh. Good reference. Brief intro to the topic. This lore book was originally obtained by finding the dead ghosts sprinkled around the moon. Sprinkled? Yes. I mean, yeah, they are sprinkled, kind of. So. Uh. However, since Beyond Light came out, the lore book is available for everyone to read. Oh, you guys have it easy. Back in my day, we had to find the dead ghosts sprinkled around the moon. Like confetti. Dead back, ghost confetti. Back in my day, six months ago. <laughs> back, back six months ago, dead ghost confetti. <laughs> God damn it. God. Do you want to read it? This? Yeah. Okay. Do that, please. So this is Ghost Fragment, Gunvor's Ghost. Type, live combat feed, contingency record, parties, variable, approximately 850, one, hive, god type, designate crota, 47, guardian type, class hunter, one, guardian type, Class Titan. Designate Gunvor. A.K.A. Gunvor the Dawncaller. 1. Guardian Type. Class Titan. Designate Wei Ning. 22. Guardian Type. Class Titan. Order. Firebreak. 34. Guardian Type. Class Titan. Order. First Pillar. 7. Guardian Type. Class Titan. Order Sun Legion. 13. Guardian type. Class Warlock. Order Praxic. 17. Guardian type. Class Warlock. Order Cryptocron. Approximately. Number Hive. Variable types. Acolytes. Knights. Ogres. Thralls. Wizards. Associations, Crota, First Pillar, Gunvor, a.k.a. Gunvor, the Dawncaller, Light, Ning, Wei, Audio Preserved, Transcript follows. Winning needs more time. It falls to us. First Pillars, to me. Crota, Gunvor, the Dawncaller, challenges you. Battle Cry. Type, live surveillance feed, contingency linked, parties, one, one guardian type, class Titan, designate Gunvor, aka Gunvor the Dawncaller, associations, hive, first pillar, light, moon, earth, Oceanus, Procellarum. Earth's Moon. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. Gunvor to all first pillars. We're coming in hot. The Ocean of Storms is living up to its name. Defenders. Erect wards upon Transmat. Strikers. 
shelter under wards, or whatever cover you can find until our firebreak friends fall back. When they've regrouped, I'll give the signal for the counterattack. Alright, let's give the hive some hell. My goodness. This is just like... Can you imagine this battle with so many things coming at you all at the same time? And there's just so many things happening. Like one hive god type crota. Like this is this is it. Like this is this is the thing. It's happening. The thing is happening right right now. Like this is the battle. Like this is describing. Oh, I just like. But reading it so clinically. Is it's hard to imagine it's it's hard to imagine the battle when it's just red just like everything that's there, you know. If that makes sense. Yeah. I I can understand that. Um I mean yeah. whenever we've read about the battle, it's always been from an emotional standpoint. And this mm-hmm. feels very textbookish, like it's very clinical. Yeah, um, it's it's very yeah, it's very it's it's just very technical, very separated, very. This is these are the designations of things that were just available, and this is what happened. And here is a little bit of the audio that was there, and you know that is it. But I mean, like we know Wei Ning from like from weapons that we have, and and from the first Crota Fire Team story, right? Exactly. Like from she this. was, yeah, she was actually the motivation for Ariana Three because they were girlfriends. Yep. I know. And they had such a cute story. I love the two of them together. They're so cute. Oh, wow. This is like where, this is where the two, this is where like they lost each other. Yeah. It's so sad. I hate that. So I just ran the numbers. Mm -hmm. It says that there's approximately 850 like living beings in this battle. 142 of them were guardians. That's a lot of guardians. Uh, that's a lot of hive. Oh God! When you stop and realize that, like, six hundred hive. Yeah, but if you stop and think about that, though, that's a lot of thrall. Yeah, and like and we mow ourselves through that many thrall in like shattered throne, too. But they also say that like. They don't, they don't give the actual numbers of how many acolytes, knights, ogres, thralls, wizards. But they do say that they were all there, present. And Crota himself. True. Yeah. So it's almost just like Crota showed up and just opened the floodgates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unintentional pun. Because oh, the hive God. are the flood of the destiny world. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're so <laughs> clever. Look at you. 
God damn it. Jeez. It was unintentional. Uh-huh. My goodness. But no, and, and I just love the fact that Gunvor just comes right up and he's like, I'm calling you out, bro. Yeah. Gunvor is kind of a badass. <laughs> he's also kind of a bro. <laughs> right. You're you're saying badass and I'm thinking he's kind of an idiot. He's uh, I think he's kind of a bro. He is. He's a Chad. He's a Chad. He is. No offense to any Chads listening to this podcast. Gunvor the Chad caller. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Not much else to talk about except for that Gunvor was the one who was actually coming up with the strategies of how to deal things. Um, you know, defenders pop your bubbles. Strikers stay in the bubbles or whatever cover you can find until the firebreak friends, you know, are done with their stuff and fall back. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all there is. Yeah. So. I do like how it just says battle cry. Yeah. I wish I did what battle cry was. I was debating on the actual like, ah, or just saying battle cry. Battle cry. Just a battle cry. All right. I'm going to read the next one. Sounds good. All right. This is Ghost Fragment, Sai Moda's Ghost. Type live combat feed, contingency record, parties, one ghost type, designate Yuka. Associations light, Omnigul, worm rot, audio preserved, transcript follows. I raised her 43 times, but on the 44th death, Omnigul's worm rot clung to her bones, rendered my powers useless on her. Now my light is fading, but if there's a chance to revive her, I won't leave her. I won't. Type. Live surveillance feed. Contingency linked. Parties. Three. One. Guardian type. Class warlock. Designate Ariana three. One. Guardian type. Class hunter. Designate Eris Morn. One. Guardian type. Class hunter. Designate Sai Moda. Associations. Crota. Ariana three. God. Hive. Moon. Earth. Morn. Eris. Moda. Sai. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. So, driven by the words of an exiled madman and a desire for revenge, you are planning a forbidden attack by a half dozen people on an interdiction zone where thousands of guardians were killed, and that plan is to kill a god. Did I get that right? Yes. Yes. Good. I'm in. So, a couple things here. Um, the whole bit about Yuka shows that if a guardian is corrupted in the res process, they cannot be resed. Mm-hmm. You know, Omnigal's worm rot clung to her bones, rendered my powers useless on her. That's information that we didn't have before now. Right. And it's always... It's always interesting to have information on, like, the resing process and 
how that works because we don't always have information on how that process happens, I think. Because right. I think the light is always like very kind of mysterious to us still. The, For the, as long as we've been guardians, we're just like, man, it's just kind of magic. Right. Hand wavy. <laughs> no, the, the closest Which always the, the closest that we get me. to actual information about the res process are theories. Right. You know, it the 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 cult for which, you know, we shall not name um, theorizes <laughs> that a guard or a, a ghost looks into a different timeline where there is a version of their guardian and mm-hmm. then creates a duplicate. Like they use right. that as the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's a ghost that went to future war cult and asked about it. So ghosts don't even know. Like, they know, oh, hey, this is what I can do. They don't know how it works or why. Right. Uh, and then moving on, we see the first rumblings of uh, the the first Crow to Fire team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have Ariana 3, and we have Sai Moda, and we have Eris Morn. I love how Sai is just like, Okay, so let me repeat this back to you. Mm-hmm. This crazy plan. Is this the yep. way it, it's going to happen? And Ariana and, Ariana and Eris are both it, like, yes. Yep. All right, damn it, <laughs> I'm like, in. They're like, yep. And Sai's like, cool. <laughs> cool, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, yeah, just like, I love it. She's a hunter, though, so, like, a certain level of crazy has to be achieved there. Exactly, yeah. Oh, no, I love it. Like, I love stories about the uh, the Crow to Fire team. Like, their, their interactions together are great. Oh, yeah. And they're all, they're all, like, a specific level of crazy. Like... I, I don't know why I like them so much. I just, I really do. I don't know. I've been looking forward to doing this lore book for a while. And we've been putting it off and putting it off because we keep getting new lore books. So I've I've been looking forward to this. Now you see. Low-key looking forward to it. Right. I kind of have been too. <laughs> um <laughs> But, like, it, it's just crazy to me how little Eris knew that the entire fire team before they went down into Crota's keep. Right. Because, <clears throat> like, they'd all done missions together, but they didn't really know each other that well. They were, like, work buddies. Yeah. It's like, you know the people you work with, but you don't know the people you work with. Right. Until you, like, know the people you work with. There's, like, a line, you know? And and that's kind of what like, happened. That's it's like, why... there's a line that you cross. It's like, they, they're your work friends, and then they become your work wifey. 
Yeah. You know? Like, John was your work husband. Yeah. And, like, Jenna was my work wife. There's, like, there's a line that you cross when they become your work spouse. And, like, they became, like, her work spouse. Sp- spouses? Spices. You know? Spouses. Sp- <laughs> spouses. <laughs> like, there, there's, like, a weird line that you cross with, with certain work people where they become, like, your work spouses. And that doesn't always happen. You know, right. Like sometimes they just like they're they're just work friends and you're just like, yeah, well, you know, sometimes we go out for drinks, but we're just still work friends. And then sometimes they become like your best friends and you like you stay best friends. Right. Like like you stay best friends. Even if you don't work with them anymore. And. And and like the reason I bring it up is just because it's. At first, it was crazy to me how quickly that trend, like that line or that transition happened for Eris and her fire team. But after having had that in my own life, I totally see it. And especially with the fact that they're literally going behind enemy lines into a war zone. Like... Yeah. I mean, there has to be like a level of trust there when you're exactly. going to put your life on the line with other people. Exactly. And I've never been in combat, so I I have no idea how that is or feels or anything like that. So, I mean, people listening do. I'm sure. Like and, and they, I, they can And I don't have experience with that, that either. Yeah, I have All no I have to go on like, is just stories from work husband and you know other veterans that i've i've hung out with right i have no idea so obviously i don't know do you want to read the next one yeah this is ghost fragment gimbal four's ghost type live combat feed Contingency record. Parties. Two. One. Ghost type. Designate Jeeve. One. Guardian type. Class Titan. Designate Gimbal 4. Associations. Adana. Aka. Song. Ayr. Ur. Zol. Yul. Audio preserved. Transcript follows. We're going in, getting what Adana wanted, and getting out. Do you copy? Hey, you listening? Ayer, your, zol, yul. Ayer, your, zol, yul. What are you doing? Hey. Ayer, your, zol, yul. Aka. Ah. Type Live surveillance feed Contingency linked Parties 2 1. Research type Crypto archaeologist Reef Designate Adana 1. Guardian type Class Titan Designate Gimbal 4 Associations 
Engram. Graphemics. Hive. Music. Paracausal. Quantum field theory. Relativity. Runes. Song. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. Engram precepts, not just prototypical, but in some, could be sinosural of her condite gestalt, procuring a modal sample from the hive and comparing it to their runic syntax might be key to its graphemics and, ultimately, ambages to the protological patterns underlying quantum field theory, relativity, and perichosal phenomena. Silence. A comparative study of hive hymnody and graphonomy might, as part of a larger cerebrative process examining engrams through the window of fundamental theories of reality, reveal an ungirding pattern of tonal morphemes that... Hmm. Silence. Both causal and paracausal laws of the universe might share a common language. Getting a sample of the hive's music will help me study it. Silence. So you want us to record the hive singing so you can figure out how the universe works? Eureka, you apprehend it. That was a fucking struggle. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was the bus of the struggle. Well, let's see. Um, my goodness. So we know that hive singing um, can make and unmake things. Like, we have, like, the hive death songs and creation songs that we've learned from, like, sword logic and all that bullshit that we've learned. And they have, like, actual death singers. And so I'm wondering if that is, like, what they're actually trying to record. Like, is that what they're trying to get? That's how it seems. Like, like, it seems like they're trying to actually record, like, hive death music. Or a creation song. Well, I mean, the Hive have some good death metal, so I mean... <laughs> well, I mean, if they're trying to record, like, Hive death singing... Um, right. Or, so, I mean, if you actually try to, like, record it... I mean, like... Could you? Well, and, like... It starts bringing up questions of like, okay, so if you record a hive singing, like if if they actually are singing like, a death song, outside of the you, of the logistics of like, who delivered it if you're dead, um, outside of that, yeah, like, would the recording have the same properties as the regular? That's Death what song, I was just or... wondering. Yeah. Or is it just like a facsimile of it? Right. Like, is it not as good as the actual one? 
Is like, it just going like to put you in a coma? Is it like a counterfeit death song? Is it like a counterfeit death song? Like, is it going to so put like you in a coma song, like, instead of kill you? Right. So it's like the death song, like real money. And then like the the fact or like the recording, like dollar dues or something like. Sorry, Australia. Uh, like <laughs> not saying your money is not real, but, you know. <laughs> or it's just a bunch of loonies. Or it's just yeah, it's sorry, sorry, Canada. Sorry, Canada. We're Canada. just ripping on everybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was um so like that's that's the question. Like, can you record death music? Is that a thing you can do? Right. But I mean it's not just death singing. Like they have like we talked about in um God, what was it? It was um Oh, it was back when we were doing the 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 one that when we were talking about um oh gosh inquisition of the damned thank you you knew the one i was talking about when they were doing creation music right because yeah well because like that was the lore book that they dove into the whole idea behind a chorus yeah so can you then record creation music and create things also question mark right i mean like how does that work? I mean, they can sing and create planets. Or like they could like do it from space. Like right. I have so many questions. Like what? Right, that's exactly it. Like it it boils down to can the actual like death song be recorded? I don't know. Because yeah, you can record the actual sounds, but the song itself and like the actual paracausal properties that it entails, you know, the spell. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Can that be recorded? Because if it can, then you've just created like an audio version of the the videotape from the ring where like you listen to it you're gonna die oh geez yeah (laughs) right god like i don't oh my god like imagine having an a wave or an mp3 on some computer that you literally as a researcher you wouldn't want to delete it because it holds all these answers. Right. But you don't want to listen for the fear of dying. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, what would you do? I would find somebody I don't like. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have so many questions. Right. You know, there's mainly like we're stuck on the idea of like recording any sort of singing at this point. Like it has to be able to be recorded because I mean, we can record Omnigool screaming. Right. We can record Hive at all. So, I mean, it has to be able to be recorded. It just, it brings up like the idea of, would the the There's hive magic like, behind it be recorded? Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of it's like 
Um, I'm going to, I'm going to detour into like a really short story. There's, um, we went on a trip to Italy when I was a kid and we sat in this small church and heard, um, it was like this like 1600s piece of music, 1500s like chant music. And in this like, and it was in a really old like church and it was really pretty and the music is kind of like all around you and like in you yeah and it was it's the kind of thing that like like forces tears out of you because it's so pretty and it like vibrates in you and um i don't even remember who wrote it but it was like it was like a mathematically perfect piece of music and um like i can hear it in my head right now and um if i remember it like by the time this is released i'll put it on twitter because it is it's really pretty um but the hearing it live like sitting there is different than hearing a recording of it and i think this is the same kind of thing yeah and it's it's the same thing as like being at a concert right like, I mean, like I've seen, I've seen Nine Inch Nails live like three or four times. I love what I I love Nine Inch Nails. Like seeing them live is super super cool. See, hearing them on an album is not the same. It's just not right. It's if and that's what it might I've, boil down to is yeah. It's just not the same. You just got to be there for the live concert of the Hive Death singing. So, right. I think it, that's, that's what it is. That's what it might boil down to is the fact that, that like... This might be... You got to hear the, the Hive actual, live. The actual <laughs> so, magic that the, the singing yeah. holds is only felt when Hive sing it and when it's actually in like close proximity or, you know, in person. Yeah. Because if you record it, then it's a computer playing it. Right. It doesn't hold that that same magical touch. Right. So that's what it might boil down to is just the actual medium that it's it's provided in. Right. So I think it's just um, I think it's just a you've got to be there. You yeah. gotta get you gotta get those concert tickets ready and you know just be first in line. <laughs> be first in line. Oh my god. You just gotta be there, guys. You just gotta be there. Sorry. God. Just gotta be there. Just gotta be there. Just not cool enough. Just gotta be there. All right. Want me to read the next one? Yeah. All right. This is Eris Morn's ghost. Type life surveillance feed contingency record parties two one ghost type designate Briya one guardian type class hunter designate Eris Morn associations light Morn Eris audio preserved transcript follows no I'll find a way to hide you to hide your light there's no other way don't ask me to do this. Just promise me one thing. 
ghost, please don't look back. Type, live combat feed, contingency linked, parties, 26, approximate. One, ghost type, designate Briah. One, guardian type, class hunter, designate Eris Morn. Approximate number, hive, variable types. Acolytes, dark blades, death singer, thralls, designate chorus. Associations, Aga, Omar, Ariana 3, Moda, Sai, Tarlo, Vale. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. What have I done? No time. Run. Er, er, Zol, you. The song, don't listen. Think of something else. I can't. Think of Saimoda. Sai, I'm sorry. Er, er, Zol, Yul. Think of Omar Aga. Oh, Omar. Think about Vel. Vel. Think about Ariana. Ariana. Sai, Omar, Vel. Sai. Er, er, Zol, Yul. Ariana, Sai, Omar. Omar. Vel, Ariana, Sai, Omar, Vel. Vel. Er, er, Zol, Yul. Sai, Omar, Vel, Ariana. Ariana. Sai, Omar. Vel, Ariana. Sai, Omar, Vel, Ariana. Sai, Omar, Vel, Ariana. You know, I had read this before and it didn't even occur to me that she is creating her own anti-death song. She's panicked and trying to, I think, well, like, not yeah. hear their death song. Well, she, she is panicked, but like... Mm-hmm. Briya is is trying to get Eris mm-hmm. to focus on the names of her fire team. Like mm-hmm. Briya is is using the same methods mm-hmm. that the song is using, that, but in yep. to hold something meaningful for Eris. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like it's an anti death song. It's protecting. It really her. is. Mm-hmm. As she sits there in the dark, um, because they're all gone at this point. So if yeah. you don't know the story of the first Corona Fire team, which which might be the case for you, if you're coming into this and you're unaware, um, she Eris Morn loses everybody. And she's the last one. If you've not played Shadowkeep, which like go back and play Shadowkeep, please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Shadowkeep is a fucking like kick in the teeth. Um, but she is the last one of her fire team, and she loses her ghost, and she's essentially just left on the moon and comes out with like spoopy hive powers. Like six of 
six guardians and their ghosts. Six guardians go in. Go down into the pit. And Eris is the only thing to come out. None of the ghosts, none of the guardians, just Eris. And she comes out with spoopy hive powers and no vision. She can't see anymore, by the way. And that's because of an Ahamkara bone wish. Yep. Now, like, ironically enough, we didn't even see that she had hive powers until Age of Triumph. Um, And that's, like, the actual scene where it shows it is that she is visiting Asher Murr and after the visit, like at the end of the visit, she actually creates a hive portal and walks through. Right. I forgot about that, that we didn't know about that until Age of Triumph. Like that was a trip to see after yeah. having known her for two years. Mm-hmm. And there was speculation of like, where did she get that power? Right. How long has she had that power? Like, what bet did she make with who? Like, how did she get it? Did she always have it? Or did she acquire it from somewhere? Well, and then and then, quite literally, like, Destiny 2 came out, and then there were all the rumblings about her. And I'm using capital right. H, her. Yeah. Savathun. <laughs> um, so then it was just kind of like, oh. It led to to spinfoil about Eris being Savathun, and right. Based on the, the... dark future has yeah. not helped at all. Yeah, by the way, I feel like Bungie's being a bit of trolley with that too. They did that on purpose. Yeah, ignore me. I'm just rocking myself. Um, but we see that while Eris is actually listening to the death song, there's, so approximately 26 living entities, creatures, living things are there. One of which is Briah, one of which is Eris. The rest are hive in the form of like acolytes and dark blades and a right. death singer. Thralls. Mm-hmm. Like I'm surprised Eris actually made it out. I'm surprised she made it out too. And if she seems a bit unstable, it's because she watched her entire fire team die and has no ghost and all of their ghosts are dead too. And it's all terrible. So, um, right. Like she witnessed some horrific things. Also, I mean, all the nightmares on the moon and all the whispers and like the moon is very spoopy. I don't like the moon. And, like, she's endured so much. Right. Like, fuck the moon. Well, and, <laughs> and like, I'm just talking about her time with Crota, you know, down in the pit. Oh, yeah. Like, she's mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Oh yeah. Omar Aga had the light peeled off of him like somebody was someone was filleting his skin. Um there's I mean Sai had died. Ariana had died. Like you said, they were all essentially like work husbands and work wives. And all of them died. And then there's her ghost. So like she goes down into the pit knowing that she's immortal. She can just be rezzed. And then her ghost sacrifices herself so that she doesn't draw the hive to Eris. Because they can feel the light. They can sense it. They hunger for it. So right. to have that immortality stripped from you while you're you're watching this horrific scene happen mm -hmm. and to be essentially in that slaughterhouse, like, mm -hmm. it's no wonder she is messed up. Mm -hmm. I, in fact, I'm more surprised at the fact that she's able to hold it together as well as she has. I I am too. Honestly. And Absolutely. That's, and that's just the stuff before we meet her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's not talk about the stuff that happens after. Absolutely not. My goodness. Uh, do you want to read about Toland? I would. I think. Okay. <laughs> you think? Oh, no. It's, it's all right. Because this is Ghost Fragment, Tolan's Ghost. Type, live combat feed, contingency record, parties, one. One ghost type, designate Gurin. Associations, Deathsinger, Gurin, self, Toland, a.k.a. Toland, the Shattered. Traveler, audio preserved, transcript follows. This is the final transmission of Gurin, ghost of Toland, whom you may call the Shattered. He goes to hear the song of death. Nothing will deter him. None of you can stop him. Not anymore. Toland will hear the Death Singer's melody. He will redefine death, escape the Traveler's blunt samsara. He will sound the depths of the powers you so myopically fear. My only regret is that I will not live to see his triumph. Type. Live surveillance feed. Contingency linked. Parties. Two. One. Ghost type. Designate Gurin. One. Guardian type. Class. Warlock. Designate Toland. Associations. Ariana three. Guardian. Mourn. Eris. Toland, a.k.a. Toland the Shattered. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. Incoming guardians. They've broken the perimeter. Shall I engage defenses? No need. They have inquisitive intentions. If murder was their mission, we'd have lost our light long ago. They want to know what you know. Yes, and I will tell them. 
but they will never understand. I'll greet them with a smile and welcome them in. I will learn how we can benefit from their ignorance. Yes, but don't smile. Why not? A smile hides the true purpose of teeth. Yes, but not yours. So I had to look up a definition of a word when you were reading that because I didn't know what samsara meant. <laughs> yeah. Um. So samsara is the cycle of death and rebirth to which life in the material world is bound. And it's a Hinduism, Buddhism word. Um. So which it's the, which makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, so the traveler's blunt samsara makes sense. So it's like the the cycle of life and death. So Yeah. That so it's him trying to escape the the infinite death and rebirth that the traveler has kind of forced upon him, which he's obviously is what he's been trying to do and sort of does when he becomes, you know, his glitter ball. <laughs> glitter ball. <laughs> Because, you know, that's that's what. Yeah, kind of what he does. The thing that gets me is. Yeah. Guren, like Toland's ghost, has drank the Kool-Aid along with Toland. Yeah. And exactly. He, he says it here. You know, my only regret is that I will not live to see his triumph. Mm hmm. And, and it, it just it hits differently. It's an odd thing yeah. for a ghost, an extension of the traveler, to say that, you know, yeah. my guardian wants to escape the traveler's samsara. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's odd to me. Yeah. I just like, I don't, I, I always found um toland and toland's ghost to be very interesting because they are on just like a completely different plane of existence than like most other guardians and ghosts because they're just like we are gonna do our own thing and we are crazy and they're like the ones that are holding the dynamite because they're gonna explode something for like the science but like the weird science that you should not be doing because it's dangerous <laughs> Will a fish blow up Let's find out. Like, let's find <laughs> out. But, like, not because you know it's going to blow up, but because you want to do it for, like, the danger of something else. And exactly. you're like, oh, God. Like, should we be near them? Should we allow them to have the thing? Exactly. Like, like can we not? <laughs> but his ghost is, like, just as crazy as he is. Usually yes. ghosts kind of provide some sort of balance to the guardian. At least that's what I've kind of noticed. Um, like, that like our, with a lot of like our ghost. I mean, our guardian is is completely silent. Our ghost does and all our the ghost talking. Talks too much. Yeah, but I think that's because um, they don't they they don't want to have our guardian talk because it's better for the immersion of it was a joke the character the play I, I i know but okay or much Sorry. like rest in peace but you know sagira and osiris 
they really complimented each other because he was very tightly laced and she was she kept him on his toes and <laughs> yeah. pushed him she she pushed him in the right direction i think right and and th- that's what i'm meaning like that a lot of ghosts she was the kind of person that like made sure he showered and like ate food and like checked in with people because otherwise because otherwise, otherwise she would need to res him in the library because he totally forgot everything yeah exactly and it, that's all so. i'm getting at is that a lot of what we see are ghosts that complement each other right you know, ghosts that complement their guardian and right. yeah toland and his ghost are completely off the deep end they're similar they complement each other they're both crazy i mean <laughs> i they're just like whoa okay okay buddy just like back away slowly let's just um put down the put down the crazy train let's just let's not let's not become glitter balls today <laughs> they oh had two God. extra scoops of crazy in their crazy brand this morning Oh, God, that's all they had, though. All they had was the crazy. <laughs> they didn't have anything else. Um, but I like how Toland will hear the Death Singer's melody. Like, we we heard earlier that they're trying to, like, acquire the Death Singer's song by recording it. And, like, do that research. And now Toland is trying to hear it so he can redefine death and escape the travelers stuff. So it seems like everyone's trying to do weird research on the side of like going down to fight Crota. So everyone's got their own weird agenda. Yeah. No, they're not like Eris is just trying to like go kill stuff. And, and Toland so was and... Ariana. Let's be honest. Yeah. Ariana was in it for the right. revenge. Right. But everyone's got their own you know they're they're all going down for their own their, their own, own reasons. reasons or agendas yeah yeah now i don't know if you noticed this but Guren gave one of the sickest burns i've seen yes but don't smile why not a smile hides the true purpose of teeth yes but not yours <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to laugh when I read that, and I'm like, "Oh, that's sick bird." Damn, hot damn! Right, oh, that's a good one. I like it. I like it. Oh my goodness, because we had a we had some good tangents, I think. Yeah. Man, I like the Crota Fire team. <laughs> and that was episode 38. Oh my god, was it? Yeah. I didn't even get to do Crota Fire team. It was part of our Shadow Keep prep. Oh, was it really that long ago? Uh-huh. Oh my god. Woo. So we'll leave it there for today. Uh, question mark. Uh, that's not really a 
there's no there are no say like cliffhangers like normal there's no yeah there's no cliffhangers because these are just like ghost fragments that you find but and it it paints the overall picture but it's just yeah right yeah but like i i really like these stories um it you get more out of them if you've played shadow keep or if you kind of remember shadow keep a little bit more uh it's been a while since i've played shadow keep but like i really enjoy um the crotifire team stories and now, yeah it's been a while since i've thought about them now i am going to preface that by saying yes it helps if you've played shadow keep but it helps more if you've done the weekly quests with Eris. Yes. To help her mourn her fire team. Yes. And found those um those those mem- those pieces of memorabilia for her. Yep. Cuz she tells little stories about each person. Well, and, and essentially, I mean, those quests are us helping her through the grieving process for her entire team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way she's not haunted by them anymore. Because if you yeah. notice, like, when Shadowkeep first dropped and we got Eris as a vendor, there were five people just hanging out, like five nightmares just hanging out right by her. And they were driving her crazy. And as you she complete those quests... say they were insufferable. Yeah. Right. As you complete those quests... Mm-hmm. They go away one at a time. Mm-hmm. So she isn't burdened by their loss anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, outside of the not forgotten Luna's Howl quest line, these mm-hmm. are my favorite quests because of the story that they tell. I think Bungie does a really good job of telling the story of people working through grief yes and it's us it's a subtle way of helping people with that um it's her grief is very visceral because you actually see it like you see her grief it's hanging around her and as she's letting go of her grief and her loss, like you see it disappear. And it's like, it's a visual representation of her grief being let go. And like, you can see her work through it. And it's kind of a visual reminder that if you have your own grief, like eventually it'll be okay. And you can work through your own grief too. Yeah. And kind of Luna's how not forgotten is the same kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's about a dog. But I mean, like that's that's just as valid a grief and a loss. And um, pets are people like, too. Pets are people. Yeah. Like my uh, my family just lost um, my sister just lost her dog, and my um, my mom and uh, stepdad just lost their dog a couple weeks ago. So. We've had two dog losses in our family, like very recently. It's been very rough. Yeah, I bet. So, um, 
yeah, that's been, uh, it's been, yeah, it's been hard, but yeah, one of those things when the house is a little quieter than you expect, but anyway, um, do you have any shout outs, Elmas? Question mark. Shout out to my brother. Hmm. Um, I just got him to convert his Xbox Live Gold to Game Pass Ultimate. So now he has spent like the last two or three days just downloading games. Ooh. He is really excited to see if Zoo Tycoon will allow him to kill people. What? So what he does... The fuck? What he does is he creates a, a habitat for, like, lions and bears and everything that is potentially carnivorous. Mm-hmm. He gets people in. He mm-hmm. blocks off the actual gates. Mm-hmm. And then he deletes the fences and let's that's what i do right and then he lets them run free exactly yeah he and i are the same that frightens me fun he's gonna have so much fun right he wants to see if that is still viable on the xbox version because he played the DS version and they were like um no as soon as you delete that piece of fence all your animals either get deleted or boxed up well he'll find out yeah the PC version has mods on it so but then he's he's also been downloading fable and he just jumped into outriders so I started a whole new character so that we can go in together um, nice, nice. Right, like it's he's just downloading games. That's great. I'm so glad he's having a good time. Yeah. Cool. What about you? Shout outs? Um shout out to um one of my clan mates. Uh he will remain nameless, but um he had a recent like loss in his family. So um kind of like hug your family, keep them close kind of thing. So losses are never easy. Definitely. Yeah. So give your family lots of hugs. Like we um like my uncle died a couple months ago and it's it's just like still really rough on my family. There's we're still trying to get a lot of that sorted because like death during COVID really sucks. And um yeah. there's especially for like for Jewish families, it's like you got to get in the ground like immediately. There's um, there's like no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So there's it's just 
it's very stressful. So just for any family, it's just like, you know, like if you live with your family, like give them a hug. Like if you don't like give your family a call, like tell them you love them. Like pandemics are not the time to be like petty. Even if we're like kind of seeing like the end of it a little bit, or at least the light at the end of the tunnel, like don't be a dick. This isn't the time. So I may be really judgy on you right now. Like, just be nice. Be kind to people. Oh, I'm feeling all the judgment. <laughs> yeah. You feel how judgy I'm being at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm not being judgy. I don't care. Do what you want. Anyway, I have some special thanks for people. The artwork for this episode is courtesy of Volshock B on Twitter. Music for this episode is copyrighted Bungie. Um, we're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. Thank you, Bungie. If you'd like to dive into the Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you so much, Baxter. Uh, for reminders, you can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can just straight up at me at hey, it's Orchid, or you can contact Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Leave us a review wherever you download your podcasts, or you can join our discord. There's an invite in the description for this episode. Elmist, say goodbye. 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 Goodbye.